everybody. You're listening to On The Fly with Devin and Dana, the show that explains today's biggest topics, trends, and questions for people who love all things multifamily. We are here today with Dr. Velma Traham, the creator behind the Millionaire Mastermind Academy and founder and CEO of Thinkzilla Consulting. Dr. Velma Traham, thank you so much for joining us today on our episode of On the Fly with D&D. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited. We are too. Yep. Velma, you had this dream and started MMA over four years ago. So tell us what ignited your desire to start MMA and how you got how you got it off the ground. That is a really good question. Um, so I have a natural passion for women, mm-hmm. for helping women. When I started my entrepreneur um, journey early on in life, and I won't tell y'all how old I am, but um, when I started my entrepreneur journey early on in life, I realized that, that there were that there were things that I needed that I did not have access to, and I created Millionaire Mastermind Academy because I recognized that many women around the world had deep desires to start and grow their own businesses to overcome financial challenges Mm -hmm. and I recognized that they didn't have the access to mentorship and the things that they needed and I decided that I was going to create something that was going to be a solution to the problem and I started Millionaire Mastermind Academy four years ago with the aim to end poverty through entrepreneurship for women worldwide because as women we're amazing mm-hmm. and sometimes we we just need that that extra push that extra guidance and that 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 extra piece of wisdom that could help us get to the next level and that's what that's why I started Millionaire Mastermind Academy. And since you've started that you've you've mentored is it over 8,000 women and awarded $60,000 in scholarships is that is that right? That is correct. Um, those numbers have they've gone up I don't have the numbers right now, but they've gone. <laughs> I'm so very grateful for what we've been able to do. Yes, but that is correct. Tell us about the three programs you offer and who they're available to. Absolutely. So one of our programs, uh, it's the Economic Empowerment Program. We, we run this program every single month. It's the third Monday of every month, and it focuses on mindset. It focuses on helping women to expand their capacity in terms of thinking, leadership, you know, and with this um, economic um, empowerment program, my my dream for this program was so that women could have this aha moment. A lot of times we don't have the capacity and, and we we um, we we tend to think small sometimes mm-hmm. and through these economic empowerment um, programs, um, we inspire hope, and we have the accelerator program, which is our entrepreneur um, program. It's a twelve-week um, program. We've just expanded it to fifteen weeks now, but it helps women to um, build capacity in their business. They will leave the program with a business plan, with a business model. We have mentors. We have advisors. And we have the resources to help them to 
to take their business to the next level, whether that be through doing business in the public and private space, whether that be them, you know, um, looking for investment um, capital. But the Entrepreneur Accelerator Program helps to get take them to the next level. The other program is our our real estate accelerator program that we are happy about. We actually launched that program in 2021 last year. Oh my God, the year it just seems. I can't like believe it's years. already a year. Like oh, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like literally, I'm I'm forgetting the year that I'm in. I'm like. 2021, but that was just a few months ago. But we launched the Real Estate Accelerator program last year with American Landmark. And um, that program went really, really well. And that is a 12-week program, a workforce development program that gives minority women and African-American women an opportunity to gain the access and the knowledge and the skills for uh, a, a real estate career. We're really excited about the partnership that we've created or we've been able to have with you guys. And we kind of want to talk a little bit about that, especially now that you've mentioned it. We were very excited to hear that it's going to be a continued partnership with you guys and that we can continue to grow this. Let's talk about how it started. You know, how we, the introduction went, how we kind of, the two companies got together. Tell us all about that. So my background is is marketing and it's, you know, marketing, it's PR, it's communications. And so I'm always super excited and have so much energy and every everything that we're doing within the organization, I'm pushing it on. I'm sharing testimonials. I'm sharing, you know, the great work. And um, I received a, it was a message from Mr. Lupik and he is so amazing. He's <laughs> like, you know, I love what you're doing. I've been watching your work and I want to support your work. And, um, you know, we connected and we talked and he absolutely loved the work that we were doing. And he said, I want to get involved. And he, you know, he, um, I, I saw the, the work that American Landmark um, was doing, how, you know, the company is growing and how the company is so very diverse and how the leadership is passionate and um, passionate about diversity and social equity and alignment and things of that sort. And um, that's how it all started in um, this early 2020. And we launched the ver- our very first Entrepreneur Accelerator program. And it was with the support of American Landmark. And we were able to um, help women start their businesses. We were able to help them to, um, to launch and to push forward. And that's how it, that's how it, it started, by just sharing the information and, um, you know, reach, reaching out. Mr. Lubick reached out and it's been an amazing partnership. I'm actually, maybe I, sh- I should or I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but um, actually American Landmark is one of my favorite partners. <laughs> well, of course we I are. Mean, <laughs> we love it though. I mean, we just, it, it seems for us, you know, on our end, it, it seems like it's been, happening for a while but we have only really been working on it it seems kind of like it's gone really fast on our end but it's just been so great everything's been so positive and it's been almost like a natural kind of just collaboration that this is the flow it's going to go and everything has just kind of seemed to to go and what a great group of ladies in our training courses too. yeah so dana um for those of you guys that don't know dana was one of the teachers that got to be involved in yeah. the mma Leader- classes the and- leadership portion. yeah and i got to meet dana <laughs> <laughs> right 
Yeah. Yeah, we were at in Florida, right? Yep. yep. Yes. I know I haven't gotten to meet you yet, Velma. So next time I'm gonna have to sneak in and meet okay. you on some stuff too. So yeah. Looking it's been such a it. great partnership. And you know, everything has just been we've just heard nothing but good things about it. So we're super happy about it. I'm very excited to continue the relationship that that's come. So I have some things about uh, social media. I know you said you love marketing, you love the PR stuff, and clearly that's my passion. So I follow you on Facebook and Instagram, and I saw something that you guys posted. Do you do your own social media, or do you have somebody who specializes in that? For I have a social media team that, okay. that specializes in it. So there was a post about not faking it until you make it and saying goodbye to the imposter syndrome. And I thought that was a gr really great post. And not everybody knows about it. You know, there's always two different views on that. A lot of people say fake it until you make it. And they have a very positive view on that. And there are people who have a very positive view on the imposter syndrome. So tell all of our listeners about the imposter syndrome. For me, the imposter syndrome is more so doubting, um, doubting your abilities and feeling like you don't deserve to be where you are. Um, for most women, I believe we we doubt ourselves. And oftentimes we have to embrace, well, we need to embrace who we are. And we need to embrace the level of where we are. Um, I think that is um, very, very important. When you're given an opportunity to prove your expertise, um, we should not um, think of that as a situation where we don't belong. And um, the faking it until you make it. Well, the problem I have with that, I don't like the term faking. I just don't like the term fake, period, um, <laughs> for the most part. But faking it until you make it. Um, I believe that in whatever it is that you do, you should do it authentically and you should um, do it with integrity. And I believe that when you operate in authenticity and integrity, everything else will align. So we should not doubt our abilities. And actually that is what that that's what that means to me. That was really such a detailed explanation, but very simple to understand for people who haven't really ever heard of that. And like I said, a lot of us say fake it till you make it because we want to, you know, be something more than we are. But, you know, the imposter syndrome is something that I've heard of before. And I just don't think I was very surprised to see it on your social media, not in a bad way, in a positive way, just because a lot of people don't talk about it. So, you know, yeah, especially you know focusing on women. Um, and, and minority women. So I feel like that's something that is really great that you guys put out there. And, you know, also, I think that it, it um, affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments as well. And um, many question whether they're deserving of that, their accolades. And so that's, that's, that's another part that I believe is is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like you are a fraud or faking it. Does that make sense? It yeah. does. Yep. And I feel like that happens more now than 
you know, everybody's constantly questioning themselves or doubting themselves. And, you know, we just have to, I feel like we don't motivate each other enough. We don't support each other enough. And that's something that, you know, as a whole, you know, our society could work on so much better is to continuing to lift each other up and support each other. And, you know, I think that's something that we need to talk about more and bring to light more. I agree. More. With talking about, you know, how hard things have been recently, you know, the pandemic has been particularly hard on women, um, working mothers, people of color. How is Thinkzilla and MMA addressing that? And what do you think the long-term repercussions will be? Like, do you see silver linings in that? Or, you know, how do you think that's affected certain groups? Yes, I am. I'm very optimistic of the trajectory of how things have been and how they're going. I believe obviously we've we've had, you know, some some ups and downs. But when you think about um when you think about growth and when you think about economic empowerment and how a lot of women are really trying I mean I think that the pandemic has brought about an awakening um to where it's causing people to to rethink what they want to do and to rethink their purpose in life and oftentimes our purpose does not start with us but it starts with who we are who we should be impacting who we should be helping and really understanding what our gifts are so that we can use our gifts to continue to inspire and empower those around us and sometimes our jobs will keep us in a place of you know kind of being boxed in mm -hmm. so to answer that question there are pros and there are cons you can look at it in you can look at what happens to you and do something about it and stay optimistic and and when you think about the doors that have closed, you got to remember that there's something greater on the other side. So I think a lot of a lot of women are recognizing that and they're not just stopping with the situation that happened to them. But they're pushing beyond that. They're starting businesses. And that's where Millionaire Mastermind Academy, you know, that's that's where we come in at and helping women to incubate those ideas and to bring those those dreams and ideas to reality and you motivate a lot of these women how do you keep how do you stay motivated that's a great question how do i stay motivated because you are and you're always yeah. yes your energy is yeah. unreal it's great i love it <laughs> well i'll say this and 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 um i was i went to bible study last night and there was praise and worship and there was there was something that really stood out to me and it said i will pursue overtake and recover pursue overtake and recover and so when you think about motivating and when you think about empowerment you have to have a source of empowerment on the inside of you to be able to empower other people there is no empowering there's no empower without empowerment and so i receive my empowerment from the source 
And oftentimes we have to go back to the manufacturer and, 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 and people leave this out, you know what I mean? But I talk about it every time I get an opportunity to, and sometimes people ask, well, you know, can you not talk about it? And I said, well, I'm probably not the one you want to have on your show, <laughs> um, you know, because it's, it's just the truth. Um, and so I have great people around me that are very, um, they're very uh, motivating. And to me, when you have people that impart motivation, then you can impart that into other people. And I believe that when you focus on taking the time to fill your own cup so that you can then help others, then you can have that, that source. And so I, I get my source of motivation. Um, it comes from my creator and it comes from me being, you know, having a strong passion and knowing what type of world we're in today. We live in a world where, you know, there people are lost, people are hurt, people are broken. And so I want to make sure that people that, you know, people that come across me, they leave better than they came. Speaking about passion, do you, do you mind sharing some of the success stories <laughs> um, about some of the women that you've worked with over the years? Yeah, so through the Millionaire Mastermind Academy, one of the success stories is um, Tamala Austin. She is an African-American um, woman out of Texas that has a company called Jive Juice Company. Um, she's the first African-American woman to have her juices placed in Whole Foods. She had, Her juices are in about 60 Whole Foods, and she has 10 employees. She has um, created tremendous economic impact. And it was an idea when she started with us. And now she, her juices are, people are reaching out to her to be in other retail, retail chains. Oh, that's, so that that's is, amazing. Uh, what, that is what was story. the name of it again? It's Jive Juice. Oh, Jive, Jive Juice. Juice. And the acronym for Jive is juicing is very essential. I love that. That's so great. I'm actually looking at the Facebook page right now. Like I have it pulled up because I had to look it up. I Jive Juice Company, that, okay. that's one. And then we have um, Catrice and Kashira um, Glam Scrubware. They started their company through our accelerator program in 2020. It's an innovative um, scrubware line, and they created their scrubs during COVID. I have seen so, articles about them. Yes. I've seen yes, them on yes. Facebook and Instagram. I'm not kidding you. Like with just within the last two weeks, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen articles about them that they went through the program. It was just an idea. They're a mother and daughter duo. They're working on yes. the front lines. They're nurses. And they created their business through the Millionaire Mastermind Academy Accelerator Program. And now they're in talks with Target on getting their Wow, that's Target. great. So those are the type that's of amazing that we um that we have. You know, those are some that's a very big accomplishment. Yeah. You know, Whole Foods and Target, those are not just your local organizations that you're getting carried. You know, those are big names and that's a huge accomplishment for them. It's great. So I can't believe I just saw them on social media and now we're talking about them. <laughs> I swear social media knows everything we're gonna do. Uh, <laughs> they do. I mean, uh, it reads our minds. Uh, and so you didn't even know they were part of the I mastermind. Didn't. No. Oh. No, and I'm 
I don't know where I saw them and it was before we talked about doing the podcast with you. So I'm pretty sure it was not on my work Instagram or Facebook. I'm pretty sure it was just on my personal. So I'm very excited. I'm going to have to go back through some of my accounts. I have a lot of um, friends in the nursing industry. So I'm wondering if somebody shared it. So I'm going to have to go back and look through some of their pages and see if somebody shared it. Awesome. And if they did, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know who okay. shared it. That's, <laughs> that's very exciting. February is a big month for us. Um, you know, we have featured a lot of our employees or are featuring several employees uh, throughout the month of February to really highlight Black History Month and what it means to us. You mentioned that you were able to see that American Landmark was a diverse company. We really focus on diversity and we really want to be able to focus on our employees, not just during Black History Month, but this is a, a really big one for us. And we wanna make sure that, you know, everybody is able to hear what it means to our employees, to our residents, to everybody. So we would love to hear what it means to you. What does Black History mean to me? Um, Black History is a month of celebrating freedom. Um, Black History Month is a time for rejoicing and celebrating and thanking those individuals for giving us hope and um, the opportunity to walk in freedom. Black History Month is a time when we can be reminded about what it means to be African-American. For me, Black history isn't about the bad times that we've been through. It's about integrity, it's about leadership, and it's about determination. It's about showing true character and embracing the right leadership so that our next generation can have something, a guide to help them to make the right decisions. So Black History Month is all about freedom. And I believe there's a famous, um, there is a famous scripture that reminds us that whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And that is what Black History Month means to me. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful scripture. And Thank you. you're very welcome. And I, you know, Dana and I will never understand 100% that, you know, the challenges and what this means, you know, to anybody that is African American or of a descent like that. But it's so touching and moving to hear what it means to all of our employees. We, I had somebody that really moved me this month and I had to call him and tell him just how much it meant to me. It was one of the first employees that we highlighted this month, McKinley. He's in, um, what property is he at? Uh, Bell? Is he at Bell this No, he's at, um, I think it's Cavalier. Cavalier. And he is one of our leasing professionals. And his post um, that he wrote for us, first, so just so well written. I was like, man, you could, I, I don't know if this guy paid somebody to write this or what, but it was so beautifully written and just so motivating and so positive. It just, it moved me so much that I had to call him and just thank him for, you know, sharing his thoughts with us. And 
it really just kind of ignited something in me that I just wanted to do what I could to tell him how much I appreciated it. And I just... That is amazing. That is so, um, that is so awesome. And I, I think that um, in addition to that, I think education is, is, is very important. You know, um, the Bible tells us that our people perish for lack of knowledge. And I think it's a time to educate. Education is, is important. And a lot of times people forget that people don't know what they don't know. And if people knew what to do, I think that most people would do the right thing. And so it's a, it's a time for education and it's impartation, I believe, for transformation. Very well said. What about your mentors when you were when you were growing up? Who were your role models, and who really, um, I guess, molded you to where you wanted to take your career to where it is? So I was I was raised in object poverty. Um, my grandmother raised me, and um, she was amazing, but not well educated. My mother was was on drugs, and now she's she's been clean and sober for twenty years now. But I I was very I was in a very disadvantaged. I was raised and born in a very disadvantaged um, environment, and I decided that I was not going to allow my end to look like my beginning, and so. I also realized that if anything was going to change, that change was going to start with me and that I needed to become the change that I wanted to see. And everything that I've learned and when you when you ask about mentors, um, my grandmother taught me a lot and I learned a lot through experience. I learned a lot through failing forward fast. I learned a lot and because you have to fail forward fast before you can reach the destiny. And so I learned that poverty was a state of mind. I learned that I needed to unlearn a lot of the things that I'd learned in my culture. And so for me, when you, um, ask about mentors there was the mentor was my my grandmother that had very strong roots in biblical principles and that's what i had to follow i didn't really get a get you know mentors until i started my my entrepreneur journey okay. and after i'd failed three times um but I had the foundation from the prayers of my grandmother. So that um, that's where the, the mentorship, you know, came from. But I, um, I think mentorship is important. Um, but I learned a lot of the things that I've learned by failing forward fast. 
you, and to well, me, that's yeah. the best mentor. You said that you failed three times and you kept going, and and now look at you. So that's that doesn't happen very often. Where you know, if you, if you fail, a lot of times you're just like, no, okay, I'm done. I, mm-hmm. I can't do this. But good for you. And I think that's an important message to everybody. Is you know, there are most successful people have failed several times, and. That's the thing that they don't often see is the failure part of it. They see the successful part. And you have to remember that that failure is what got them to where they are successful. You know, you have to have those journeys and you have to have those challenges in order to continue your journey to become successful. So it's it's nice for everybody to hear that. Yeah. And if you never fail, then how do you learn what you don't know that's coming? <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> yes, 100%. What changes are you seeing in the society and economy today that give you hope, specifically hope that women of color are gaining ground and will have access to more opportunities? There are um, a lot of opportunities for those whom are ready and prepared. I believe that preparedness is important. I also believe in the importance of not being a victim. So for women that are prepared, there are resources available through public and private um, entities that are committed to supporting underrepresented groups. But again, these entrepreneurs, these groups, they have to be ready. So preparedness is very, very important. Being prepared for an opportunity. Proper planning prevents poor performance because when you're ready, opportunities will align. If you're not ready, you don't even recognize an opportunity. And so I believe I'm very optimistic about growth. I'm very optimistic about change. Um, Right now, use myself as an example. I am the first African-American woman to have an office on Arizona State University grounds. Congratulations. That is, thank you. That is a huge, that's a huge deal for, you know, a a woman that was raised in object poverty that did not give up after three failures that did not allow, you know, the fact that her mother was a drug addict and her father wasn't in her life. I did not allow any of that to stop me. And so I believe that going back to um, your question, we have to move from being a victim to being a victor. Preparedness is important. Opportunity is, is here. Opportunity is there to those who are ready. And we wanna just make sure that people are ready. I feel like I can't even go after that. That was probably the best like speech I've heard. Seriously. I could sit like I need to listen to you more. I need to like start attending your your discussions. Well, yeah. look, let, let me tell you, I'm gonna have to tell Mr. Lubick and your team say, y'all, we've gotta get Dr. Velma here for as a motivational speaker. I go Thank into you. corporations and I speak. I love it. It you know it's just very different than a lot of the things that we hear. I, I love hearing different views on different things and it's motivating, but you're very straightforward about things. It's not a lot of sugarcoating. You're, you know, you have to be prepared for opportunities. And I, 
you know, there are opportunities out there and you have to be ready for it. But I, I agree a hundred percent. If you're not ready for that opportunity, it will get lost and it will crumble. And if you're not willing to put yourself out there, it's not going to happen. How that is so, it's, it's very, it's very true. And the reason I'm so straightforward is because, because I do mentor and deal with a lot of women, um, in, you know, underrepresented, I tend to hear a lot of stories. And for me, it's like, okay, it, I have empathy, but we need to get beyond that because I can tell you my story and you'll be crying by the time we're done, but I don't have time to talk about that. Let's talk about how do we move from where you are to where you need to be. That's what I want to talk about. And how can others um, get involved in, and help with MMA? We have um, mentorship opportunities available. Um, we're always in need of resources, educational resources. We are um, open to strategic partnerships. We obviously donating is is a great way to support us. Um, with it, that's the only way we can continue running um, these programs. Um, the website is Millionaire Mastermind Academy. Org. And um, those are the ways people can can get involved. And we um, it, there is no I in team. Mm -hmm. And so we are looking forward to helping more women all around the world to overcome poverty, which is poverty is a state of mind. And you don't have to end the same way you started. Right. Do you have any events coming up that people still can get involved in? Yes, we have a Black History um, event coming up in, on February the 26th mm -hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia. It's one of our economic empowerment programs, The Gathering of Queens. Um, it's on our website. We have our, um, we're having a pitch competition um, coming up this summer. I believe it's going to be in Fort Lauderdale. And I'm excited because we're actually expanding our programs and we're expanding. So to exciting. Florida. So yeah. We're going to a new office in Florida soon. Oh, where? Um, excited about that. I'm what, still looking at. You're still um, looking. Space. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have an area that you're targeting? For Fort Lauderdale. Okay. It's a great area. Super exciting. Yes. And I so those are the events so far. Those are the events. But awesome. people can always stay updated with our events. Um, on MillionaireMastermindAcademy.org. Perfect. I have to ask a question that I heard you wanted to become a lawyer when you were younger. I have to ask about this. And um, what about that appealed to you? And why didn't you go that, that direction? Yep. What about that appealed to me? So I used to always <laughs> watch um, this show, First 48. I don't yes. know if it's cool. And I used to always watch how they question the criminals. And I, I always thought, you know, I wonder why, how they think the way they think, why they think the way they think. And I just want to be the one to ask those questions. And so I, um, I, and sometimes I felt like they weren't asking the right questions. And I'm like, you know, you should have asked this, or you should have asked this. And so I have, I am a naturally inquisitive person. And I don't think no, no questions are are dumb questions. So it's it's interesting because I 
I wanted to to know and understand why people did some of the things that they that they that they were doing. And I I I thought that that was going to be my path. And then I realized um, once I started um, college, my um, I was taking what criminal psychology and I was just like, uh, uh-uh, I want to use my brain for something else. So I wanted then I, I just I transitioned into business. But um, even though I did not pursue my career as an attorney, I still have the the traits because I ask questions. I'm very engaged. I am, you know, and people, especially like my fiance, like my ex, and you know, I they'd be like, "Dang, why is she asking those type of questions?" And I'm like, so, how did you? Can you walk me through how that happened? You know, can you tell me a little bit more about that? You know, questions that most people probably would 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 not ask. And people are like, Velma, I can't believe you asked that question. And I'm like, I didn't know that it was something wrong with asking the question. You know, I didn't know. Oh, that's so funny. That Maybe that's what's wrong with us. We love watching crime shows. <laughs> like, we ask a lot of questions. So maybe that's what's wrong with us. We love asking questions. Um, One more fun question. Okay. What are three things you do every day that set you up for a successful and fulfilling day? Oh, I like that question. Mm-hmm. Yes. The three things that I do every day that sets me up for success, I pray daily, um, I read daily, and I make it a daily habit to compliment, motivate, or inspire someone because I understand the law of reaping and sowing. Whatever it is that you sow, shall you reap. And that is, those are what my three. You're giving me all kinds of feels over here. We, um, we've been <laughs> trying to, we, we had Dr. Debbie Phillips uh, in our leadership program not long ago. And, and so ever since Dev and I said, well, we're going to start reading books. And which... <laughs> Is a challenge. Is a challenge, yeah. <laughs> and but I did I did just finish a book on on the plane uh, today, and it's called Smile and Move. It's not a big book, so that's probably why. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> though, it's like a little tiny square. Yeah. But anyways, oh, wow. I got through it. I got through it, yes. and it's Smile and Move, and it's very motivational. And um, so yeah, so now I'll be on to book number two. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're Congratulations! <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, high fives for that. (laughs) So we want our listeners to know where they can find you, where they can listen to you, because everybody needs to start listening to you talk, like me included. Um, And how can they, we talked about where they can find you, your website, but what are the other areas like social media, YouTube, tell us everywhere they can find you. Yes, I am on Instagram, Velma underscore Traham. I am on Facebook, Velma Traham. I maxed out my personal Facebook, and now I have a um, fan page. I have LinkedIn, Velma Traham, um, and I also have a personal site. It's VelmaTraham.com. I can't wait to see where all of this is going and you know, continue to grow our relationship together. You have been so amazing to have on the episode, and 
I just, I'm so glad that we were able to do this with you. Yeah. Thanks for meeting with us today. I know. Yes, no problem. I had an amazing time and feel free to have me back whenever we yes, want to have me back. Yes. We'll, we'll take you up in person. We'll we take you up on that. <laughs> Taking you Looking up on forward that. to it. Next time, maybe Arizona. All Thanks, right. Velma. I'll host you all when you come. Let me know. Yes, ma'am. All right. <laughs> thank you so much. And everybody, thank you so much for joining the episode this week. We will catch you on the fly. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of On the Fly with Dana and Devin. Be sure to follow us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast or on Instagram at On the Fly with D&D. You don't want to miss our next episode. Catch Catch you on on the the fly. fly.